Welcome to the BHT Podcast. This is Randy Nonnenberg. I'm here with a very special guest today. Today we have Sludjo uh, joining us uh, to have a nice little discussion. Sludjo, how are you doing? I am doing great, Randy. It is cold and snowy up here, so I am regretting not being down south. Uh, uh, my mom called me yesterday and it was like 73 down there on her patio and she kind of rubbed it in a little bit. So no, I'm, I'm missing that uh, southern weather these days. Yeah, absolutely. Well, podcasts are a great way to hang out inside and connect a little bit, and we can um, chat a little bit about that. The, the couple times I have met you in person have been down in the Arizona area when you get down there um, sort of in the dead of winter to thaw out a little bit, and I, I look forward to being able to do that again. We haven't done those events in a while. That's a year and a half or so ago, the last time I, I got to see and uh, meet you in person for one of the first times. Yeah, that, that's actually one of my favorite memories about all of this stuff was meeting you, Randy, because, you know, prior to that, I think it was the Copper State. Um, and, uh, you know, prior, prior to that point in time, you and I had only just kind of done the E, uh, you know, meetings and that kind of stuff. And I think we'd had a telephone conversation. And I have to be honest, it was kind of fun to walk around that. And you were walking around and kind of doing the meet and greets. And when I walked up to you and shook your hand, you were very, very nice. You were very, very cordial. And I stepped back and I said, hey, you know, I'm Sludjo. And you kind of looked at me and it was like, nah. <laughs> and I, that, I, really enjoyed <laughs> I really enjoyed that meeting a whole lot. So I just wanted to tell you that today. That was a fun time, you know, as as uh, car people would do in a random parking lot full of cars walking around, you know, giving commentary on all the different vehicles. Yeah, you walked up and kind of caught me by surprise a little bit that day. But uh, I was a little starstruck, you know, you've become a thing uh, on uh, BAT under the under the name Sledjo. And, and I think people kind of set their clocks uh, by your stories coming out on on Fridays. And we you and I were just chatting recently about we're heading towards, you know, a hundred of these awesome uh, stories that you've been posting on BAT. You've been very consistent and very, uh, very, you know, amazing to be able to have that variety of, of topics and different things to talk about. So we're, we're heading towards a milestone and we're psyched to start uh, having conversations like this on BAT and just sort of engaging with the community a little bit more. So to be able to talk to you, uh, obviously, was right at the top of the list when we launched the podcast. It's like everybody said, you got to get Sledjo. You got to talk to Sledjo and let people know this guy's story and some of the behind the scenes. So I'm excited to ask you uh, a few questions. Yeah, we can go into more color on the couple times we've been able to meet in person. But I think people want to hear about the stories. They want to hear a little bit about where that comes from and your motivation and your um, your just sort of writing and that part of your life, how this meshes with what you do with your normal life. And then you also, you know, have this, uh, this effort you put towards BAT, which we appreciate so much. So uh, I'll dive right in, uh, maybe getting back to the beginning. Do you remember uh, how you tripped across BAT for the first time? Well, I think it was another <clears throat> uh, BAT member, Randy. Um, I, I want to say it was Mini Dave. Um, we go back uh, a long, long ways. We go clear back to the Auto Week Forum days, the combustion chamber back in the day. And I think we were both original members of that. I'm not real sure. But then that kind of did what things do. You know, it got really big and, and it didn't kind of fly. And they did this or that or the other thing. And we all kind of moved on to another site. 
I think it was called Car Nuts for a little bit, but then that kind of faded out. And Minnie Dave, um, and I, I'm hoping I, I'm getting his screen there. He'll kill me if I'm not getting a screen name, right? But I think he told me to come on over to this place called Bring a Trailer, right? And that was like 2013. And, um, you know, things were kind of different there. And um, But it was very, very cool. I, you know, it... it wasn't really like a forum or whatever. And um, I just I just thought it was a very cool format where there were like all of these listings from all over and they were always very unique things. Um, I, I was blown away a lot of times about stuff that would be listed that I'd have never seen in my life before. Um, and then a conversation point that would come in, you know, all of the commenters, I mean, you'd have an expert on the thing, the Whizbang 9000, you know, well, all of a sudden you had 14 people who knew, you know, the, the right, uh, you know, uh, combustion for Whizbang 9000. I mean, it was amazing stuff. Um, and so it was really fun. And I have to tell you, too, one of the reasons that I stuck around, Randy, is it, it's always been pretty genteel. I mean, everyone's always been pretty gentleman. And I, I mean, I've, I've always kind of liked that concept and that sort of structure. Um, in the early days, I have to say that I was flagged a couple of times for non-constructive stuff, um, but I probably deserved those because I was being snarky when I maybe shouldn't have been. Um, but overall, man, I got to be honest with you, one of the real appeals for me is when I come back to BAT, um, I mean, like every day it's something positive, right? And uh, we're needing that in today's uh, you know, COVID land and all that. So I'm appreciative of it, man. I, I see BAT as a real, as a real terrific thing in my world. So very appreciative to be asked on the podcast here too, Randy. I mean, just very much honored to be a part of this, uh, of this show. So no, I want to thank you and take this moment to thank I you appreciate so for bringing me on board. Yeah, you bet. I mean, it's been, we've all gained so much. It's been a really fun, uh, ride. It's crazy to see the weeks tick by. You can kind of count it by the, you know, sludge a mile marker number, right? I mean, uh, seeing how, how much you've been around on the site and, and how much people engage with that. We've always loved it. But, uh, but yeah, let's get, let's get into some controversy. In the early days, we did. We restricted your commenting a couple times because uh, you, honestly, I think it was just because like similar to the mile markers, like you had stuff to say that would kind of veer off into into you know never neverland right field a little bit and some some fellas selling his MGB right and you you got the beehive story going about the about all this stuff so we had to be like whoa whoa let's how do we both encourage this but not let this just totally take the conversation in the in the opposite direction so I you know we talked about it internally a whole bunch yeah for a couple times we had to reach out to you a couple different things. And then we were like, you know, people love this. Obviously, you'd get all, a ton of thumbs up on it. And we said, how do we turn this into something instead of having this be in the discussion on a car for sale? How do we let this guy who has awesome writing, awesome storytelling uh, kind of get his own microphone in a sense, right? And so you and I started brainstorming and trying to figure out how we could actually make something of that. And, and here we are, you know, 86 weeks later. But um, uh, yeah, the early days were interesting. And honestly, that's still true to this day, right? We're watching different discussions and you want to foster these, the, the storytelling component, right? Because that romance and that nostalgia and that excitement around the cars is super special. But at the same time, if a guy's, you know, just trying to, trying to list his, uh, his random XYZ car, 
that conversation is is needs to be focused, but have this balance with the enthusiasm. So, do you see that happening, or do you see uh, you, you, how do you how do you feel that balance works? Oh yeah, you know I I get that, Randy, and um, the you know when I when I first started commenting way back when, I mean it was. Like I said, it was kind of coming off of a more forum-based kind of a deal where there was just more of an open discussion. And I can't remember when it was or who it was, but I I posted a slow leak on something. And um, you know, it was it was one it was a sledge story, right? So I mean, it wasn't short-winded. And uh, you know, somebody wrote something. <laughs> one of one of the comments on it was like, you know, hey, is this a car website or I think it was like the Kansas creative writing competition. And I have to say, I really laughed when I read that. I really laughed hard when I read that. But then I kind of got it. You know, when I lived in Los Angeles and a couple of the other trips that I've had over to Scottsdale here and there, when I've I've attended car events and there's people kind of selling their ride, I mean, this is serious business for a lot of people. I mean, if, if I was just, you know, listing the beer or something, that's a different story. But you know, if I'm trying to do this on a serious level, I don't want a slow leak coming in and talking about how we knew an uncle back in Peoria who used to run one of these up and down the street and scare off the coupons. You know what I mean? I'm going to be crabby if that guy's talking too much and I'm trying to sort of talk to people about what the real deal is here. So I got it. And, um, and I kind of started to throttle back, and um, and that actually is when I got the first email from you guys, <laughs> which I have to say, I immediately contacted like three of my friends because it was like, this is a joke, right? Who's putting this on? Who's putting this on? Um, and they were just like floored. And like, no, we're not doing it, man. And um, I, c- I couldn't believe it, man. Uh, uh, I couldn't believe that you guys reached out and and uh said that you appreciated what i was doing and uh, you mean i mean you even made a note that i kind of backed off a little bit i've saved that email by the way um but you made a note oh you're gonna use that against me someday. no 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 man <laughs> actually I, actually you know i framed it dude it, this has been a really proud moment in my life and uh to have somebody reach out like that actually was very hip and uh and i just really again appreciate that randy but i get it I get where, you know, we got to kind of balance this stuff out. And honestly, I, you know, my my smaller contributions in terms of commentary these days have been smaller, right? If I just comment on a vehicle, it's just a stupid remark here or a question there. Because um, I get it. I, I think that road needs to be a little bit clear. But honestly, man, I love the little stories that pop up here and there all the time. Um, I got to tell you... Um, one of the things about the mile marker project, man, um, I generally try once they're posted, I generally try to stay off the, I mean, I'll be on the site, but I generally won't get on the, the post until like Sunday. Cause you know, it's being a musician. Once you lay down a track, you never want to hear it again. Um, and so I, I kind of stay away from that, but Honestly, when I tune in on Sunday mornings, man, and I poured myself my mocha and I got the fire lit here and I read those comments and people telling me their stories and, you know, talking about stuff that to me is just really, really intimate and very, very heartfelt. Um, God, Randy, I can't tell you the times that I've really, really laughed and I can't tell you the times that I've really, really teared up. 
Um, it's, it's a remarkable community. And, you know, I'll, I'll say that to anyone who wants to hear this, that I, I have so, when I tell you how much I've appreciated you, Randy, I, I have to, you know, give a shout out to the people who read my stuff. Um, I, and who've supported this whole project. I, I, I'm floored at that and honored at that. And, um, and actually really at the end of the day, surprised at that. Um, I, I never thought that what I did was anything really particularly like special, right? Um, I don't, I don't have a clue how I, what I'm doing. So, um, I just appreciate the support and, uh, and, uh, and all the conversation points, uh, that I get on the mile marker stuff. So how's that? I think that was a pretty strong rabbit trail that I ran down there when we were talking about, you know, the balance between stories and technical, but as long as I got the floor too, Randy, I want to throw that out. I, I got to tell you, man, I have been a consumer of automotive literature for years and years and years and years and years. And the community here at BAT is one of the most well-informed communities. I have learned so much in terms of automobildom by talking, you know, on uh, with the e-commentary, that kind of stuff with uh, the people who come to BAT. I, I think that's incredible. And that's one of the other reasons that I love being here. No, that's great. Hey, your long-winded answers are right on brand, Sledge You are you are a consistent consistent man. I appreciate it. No, that's that's super great to hear. And yeah, your your humility about it is it reminds me a lot of you know the beginnings of BAT. It's like I started writing a little bit about you know here's some cars on Craigslist, and I was like, oh my goodness, like somebody's actually reading this. Like what people actually are going bananas for this, right? And you start to just kind of get thrown back in your chair a little bit and you say, wow, this is, this is kind of nuts. But uh, yeah, you've expressed that to me in the past as well in terms of uh, just being psyched that, yeah, it stirs up emotion, whether it's joy or, or uh, tears in folks and uh, you know, their, their just desire to connect in that way. It's tricky to do it online, right? I mean, online is weird and um, it's, uh, you know, you don't know the person behind it really. There's, it's, quasi anonymous, but you still feel this nice tight connection based on mutual shared interests around cars and, and, um, some shared experiences that we've all had in the car world, uh, and in life. And no, you, I mean, you sell yourself, uh, you know, pretty short when it comes to, uh, the way that you put down the, the words and, and the way you structure your stories. I was just reading the one we actually just posted one today, right? I think it's, what is it? 86 uh posted today talking talking about you i mean something as mundane as going to the grocery store right and your ability to to um lay down a track as it were and uh uh you know kind of just sort of descriptively take somebody through that narrative is just so fun and it's no it's not something certainly not something anybody can do i think you have a, a distinct skill at that so that leads me to another question i mean have you um, have you always been a writer? Did you have writing other side writing projects or was that part of your profession that you refined or has this been a sort of newer thing that has blossomed in the last few years? Well, you want to know what, um, the Oldsmobile man and the beehive are fantastic storytellers, Randy. And, um, I don't know how many camping trips we were on and how many, you know, campfires we sat around or long trips, you know, to Yellowstone and all that kind of stuff. 
where <clears throat> we'd sit and listen to mom and dad toss stories back and forth. And they were just wonderful stories. They just, they were just terrific. And so whenever, you know, we talk about this and, and my humility, I guess, Randy, I, I really can't own much of this. My folks were both really avid readers. Um, so my sister and I just read and read and read and read and read and read. And it's kind of, again, a musician thing. You know what I mean? Once you, if you listen to a lot of music, you kind of get versed in a lot of music and you sort of know kind of what's supposed to follow here and what's supposed to follow there. I honestly, man, I, I used to drive, I've written about her before. She drove a 68 Dodge Charger and she was one of the hippest teachers I've ever had in my life. Um, but, you know, she she told me that I, I could do this kind of stuff, but I drove her crazy because I never studied and I didn't know what grammar was and how to diagram sentences and all of this kind of junk. And so I really kind of don't know how I do this, man. Um, now, that said, when I was a little kid, um, having read so much, you know, you sort of get into the authors that you're reading and you sort of start reading about their lifestyles and I always thought that would be kind of hip. And to be honest with you, when I went to college at UND, I had walked in and I was going to to, to be a writer. And this is going to sound really bad, man, but um, my uh, comp teacher, I've written about him before. Well, I wrote about two of my teachers before in my comments, and I think one even hit a mile marker. And, um, you know, they were both a mess. They were writers, but they were both just a mess, right? You know, they drank too much and they smoked too much. Um, one of them drove this old cutlass convertible with the top down year round, man. And this is North Dakota, right? Um, and he had a shovel in the back. He had a shovel in the back that he'd shovel it. This is like true story stuff. And the other, the other comp people who was like, Rich, you need to be a writer. And both these guys were published, right? And, um, the other guy who was, who was published too, he drove this old Saab and it sounded like a chainsaw. I mean, it was just horrible it was just and, and i remember just thinking you know i i gotta make some money man uh you know and and that was important i, I mean money's not everything right i mean i've chased after that in my life too but but dig man i didn't want to i didn't want to do that and i i needed to i was already thinking about being a psychology major and they don't make a whole lot of money either but it seemed like a more solid gig than uh, than being a writer or an english major that's amazing. So when you you talk about when you're a little kid, you know, with your folks and stuff, what did you want to be or what did you think you were going to be when you grew up back then before you started thinking of majors and cash and all that sort of stuff? When we're kids, we all want to be different stuff. What was your dream? Oh, geez, Randy. I, I was going to be a rock star, man. I grew up in the, <laughs> I grew up in the age of the monkeys and, you know, I, I was a kid. I don't know if anyone out there remembers the banana splits. I used to watch that show all the time because they had this band. Um, and you got to understand in Sledgeville, man, we, you know, we had like AM radio and we were able to get like stations out of Bismarck and out of Winnipeg and stuff. Um, you know, and, and so there wasn't a lot of music around. So I had to turn to things like the monkeys and, and but I still actually really dig the monkeys. I have to say that. But uh, no, I don't. I know. Well, I'm, I'm going to dive in on you 
because you just a comment you left like two days ago. I forget what car it was on. I was reading it and you you referenced the monkeys. You're sort of obsessed, man. Here on the podcast, you're talking about that band. And then in on the comments, man, you must have that record spinning uh, in your living room right now. Man, I, I chalked that comment up to just another uh, second uh, glass of scotch, Randy. So, you know, no, I actually I actually have the monkeys on vinyl downstairs in my office, man. Um, but no, I, that's what I was going to be. And my folks wanted me to be a doctor, but the joke in my family is I went into psychology because I flunked all my math classes and that's not far off. So yeah, I don't, I didn't really think about much anything. I do have to say that I always kind of wanted to be around cars. Um, that was really important for me. Um, my pop was really a car guy, Randy. I mean, like a major car guy was a big it was a big deal very regularly for us to go cruising through all the lots in town. And I mean, regularly, week after week, you know, that's just something that he'd do. And he'd get out, have me run and look at the stickers and talk to him about this kind of stuff. I remember thinking once I was going to be a car dealer because they always had new cars. Right. And I thought, well, that's kind of hip. I'd always like to have a new car to drive around. Well, I, I never knew about this whole, you know, dealer car and all that kind of stuff. But no, um, I, I guess I never thought seriously that I'd end up doing this um, writing gig. So I'm as surprised as anyone. And, and honestly, man, I, I wanted to get back really quickly to the, to the community. Um, you know, you talk about me being humble about this, but Randy, I got to tell you, you know, the, I, I had that. I still remember that incident up in Montana at that gas station where I was fueling up and um, that dude, poked his head around the corner of the pumps and saw the black TT and saw the Idaho plates and kind of cleared his throat and asked me who I was and if I was Sledgeo. And when I said, yeah, I mean, that guy comes up and he like hugs me and he talks to me and he, and he starts getting teary, man, about how, you know, I, I've kind of helped his relationships and stuff. And, um, I don't know. That's a real humbling experience, to be honest with you, man, as you're standing at a gas station in Montana, you know, and it's just out of the blue. And then he had his wife get out of the car, you know what I mean? And, and take a picture of him with me. And I, I don't know, man, I'm just I'm just kind of a doofus. And when you think about that, that's a that's a real strange head, man. That's a real strange head. So, no, I, I'm grateful for all this. dude. That's kind of an amazing moment. I, um, you know, I don't. Uh, and I love that that aspect is on BAT because the other flip side of BAT, Sledgeo, is when somebody realizes that I'm the BAT guy at the gas station, their wife gets out of the car and like throws her shoe at me or whatever, right? Like that's that's right. like how that relationship typically works. Uh, and I hear that over and over again. So, um, but no, in, I mean, in all seriousness, yeah, I mean, it, I love that somebody just put together and listens to you enough and know that there's the car and there's the plates and there's where you happen to be. And the guy can call you out in public knowing who you are based on uh, the sort of descriptive writing and personal anecdotes that you've uh, you've shared and putting that together is, is really neat. Yeah. You, you relayed that story to me once and I was totally blown away by it. I absolutely love that. So um, you mentioned a little bit about, yeah, the, the path you ended up taking, how is there, 
is there overlap in you know how you deal with folks either in the comments or how you engage on BAT with the BAT community and this um, sort of um, your professional world and and what you've uh, drawn there is are there overlaps that you see or are they two totally separate uh, universes that there you don't see any similarities? I, I don't you know again, Randy. I've I've been really blessed to be in the psychology game for as long as I have and. You know, when we talk about hearing stories, I, I've heard lots of stories. I've done this for like 35 years. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where in, invariably you kind of take a step back and you see the stories that people have around you and you just start listening a little bit more. You know, people are always asking, how do I think of this stuff or what goes on? And I, I just really do believe it's kind of just observing the world around me a little bit. And even though I sort of, you know, pride myself in being a slow leak, I also try and keep in mind to keep my mouth shut when I'm kind of around people, just because that way they'll talk. My old grad professor used to say the key to being a good therapist is never fall in love with the sound of your own voice. So that's something that uh, that I kind of work on. And, um, you know, it, it always does seem to me, too, um, Again, I go back to the community and the commenters on the mile markers, Randy. I mean, I've done 86 mile markers, but, uh, you know, how many, like, hundreds of stories have we heard? And not always happy stories, right? They're not always these kind of stories about, and then I finally got my dream Mustang. Um, I've gotten stories in the comments. I've gotten some emails from the Sledge website. Um, I, you know, that people have really conveyed, again, these just heart-rending stories. Also, these, you know, kind of funny stories, too, about love and how they met their wife or what they did at their kid's wedding. Um, just these really interesting things. And that's what I say. It's, it's like um, we have another commenter on site, you know, the captain, who always talks about every car tells a story, right? Or every car has a story. Um I like to think, you know, we've all got stories, man. And, and a lot of people are really wanting to tell that. And that's where I've really felt blessed with my day job for all these years. Because, um, you know, a lot of times all I got to do is just say to people, what's up? And they tell me what the show is. And that, again, is really gratifying, Randy. Yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. Question. It's awesome that you call out. Other that did. That does answer the question for sure. There's just so much we could talk about and, and depth that we can go into. But no, I think your uh, personal understanding and, and uh, exploration of sort of people and how people's minds work has uh, probably behind the scenes informed a little bit about how to, how to relate to them. Again, I say online is a, such a tricky animal, so different than being you know, in, in a room with somebody. Um, but it's, um, yeah, obviously something that how it has evolved and how you've navigated it in particular and a couple other commenters. Yeah. You're, you're uh, referencing captain, my captain, who's, you know, pretty famous on BAT um, and somebody who I'd also love to have a conversation like this with. Right. I mean, I, I just think it's so cool to, to fill in some of the gaps, to get the story, to get the, the outside context. Uh, you learn some of that along the way, but like your, your uh, gas pump story or like the emails when people reach out to you or to me, when you get kind of, you know, Paul Harvey, the rest of the story from these folks, right? You're kind of like, wow, interesting. Um, and uh, it, it just, it's really gratifying to me that BAT is sort of 
sometimes the initial spark that will light those sort of things and those connections for folks. You would never, I never would have thought that, right? People ask all the time, like, what, what were you thinking when you started BAT and stuff like that? Like, would I have ever thought I'd be sitting here talking, talking to you or, or to other folks that use the site in different sorts of ways? It's, it's, uh, it's just, it's fascinating to see the, the people side of it because I, I get, a little freaked out, frankly, from time to time, given that it's a digital property, right? Like all these people are looking at their phones in the checkout line or whatever, doing stuff on BAT, um, which uh, which is only only part of it for me. I really like like time with our staff in the office and meeting users out at events, right? Like walking around the parking lot with you. That sort of stuff is where I come alive. So um, I think, yeah, hearing about stories, the success stories, different stuff we have on BAT where you actually hear more about the in-person and the hands-on and the sort of tactile way people interact with the community and the site. Uh, that's the stuff that really fires me up. And so that's why we've always wanted to invest and explore and experiment, frankly, when we, uh, when we brought you on to, to do this sort of stuff, it was just sort of, let's try it. Right. And obviously it has, it has taken off and, and, um, it's worth doing that. It's worth investing in those ways, not just having this be some sort of sterile, one-dimensional, you know, marketplace, right? Um, people are, you know, ask me all the time, Randy, what do you do? And I, I don't like saying, oh, I have a car marketplace, right? I like talking about the the community and the people and the stories and the the stuff going on there, and that that being what makes it really different. So obviously, you're you're a big part of that. Getting back, you uh, you mentioned a couple of interesting. Uh, yeah, online forums and properties where you used to hang out. I didn't realize that. And I didn't realize there was another catalyst for that, another player um, that you maybe kind of did that with or who brought you over to BAT. But um, which uh, sort of uh, going back to the print world a million years ago, which which print stuff did you always have your nose buried in when you were a kid, whether it's car or something else? Which magazines, uh, what kind of book genres were your favorite when you were young? Well, I had it made because Big Sis got a job at the downtown arcade in Sledgeville, um, which was literally this magazine store, right? You'd walk in. I mean, they had like, I, she always, you, you could get like ice cream sandwiches and stuff and that kind. She always, I probably shouldn't say this because, but you know, she'll get crabby, but she'd always give me a free ice cream sandwich and a Coke, right? when I'd come down to visit and I'd come down to visit for hours, Randy. And I mean, everything was down there, dude. Uh, you know, from like road and tracks and, you know, auto weeks and, uh, you know, motor, I mean, the, the kind of major players, motor trend, car and driver, that kind of stuff. And I'd sit down there and, you know, chug down my soda and my ice cream sandwich and chat with my sister for hours on end at night. But I got to tell you too, I, I, you know, again, back to the rock star stuff. I, I was reading a lot of music magazines back then too, you know, guitar magazines. And I don't know if you remember the magazine cream. I used to read cream, um, uh, Rolling Stone I'd read. Um, and the thing is, you know, I, I, you know, all those guys had cars, right? I, you know, I, every rock star that I really liked had these awesome rides. And, and I just thought it was, as you were chatting about that kind of stuff and hearing people's stories, um, it's just interesting how there's just that connection through almost everybody, you know, that, 
that one car story that they remember, that one car that they had that they, you know, will never get rid of. And it seems like everything that I read when I was a little kid had to do with that kind of junk. You know, the movies I watched, I watched all those stupid Elvis movies, you know, the Viva Las Vegas. Um, uh, you know, there's wonderful cars in Viva Las Vegas, by the way. There's a 300 SL uh, that is in the street race, which I always think is a really fascinating scene. But uh, yeah, I, I was exposed to all that kind of junk. And then, of course, you know, we don't even want to talk about James Bond, right? Um, I mean, I wanted to be James Bond. What did I want to be? I wanted to be James Bond, Randy. <laughs> um, that, that was what I wanted to be as a kid. Um, but no, I, I, I guess as I keep clicking things down here, I don't even know if you remember, I'm, I'm really speaking my age now, but there were these uh, magazines, there was like hot rod cartoons and cartoons, and I'd always kind of pick those up, and they were just stupid little articles and literally car, cartoons about cars. Um, so no, I, I kind of was condemned from the start, especially with the old man being such a car junkie. And then he got me started on Hot Wheels, right? The first year that Hot Wheels came out, I still have all of those. Um, but all of a sudden, dad starts showing up with these Hot Wheels for sludge. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was kind of the end of that. I mean, that's where does that go? I mean, I got miles of orange track and I've got superchargers. And I got Sizzler cars. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do with all that junk, Randy. But uh, yeah, I, I, that's kind of the, what I was steeped in when I was a kid. So this is the theme, right? Rich, what do you write about? Well, <clears throat> people, but there's always kind of some sort of a connection with the ride. And, um, and I like that. I, I like that there's that connection because I, I think that's a positive connection for all of us. I, I also wanted to say, man, I come to bat too. I, I don't want to come off like I'm this just really, you know, wonderful, lovey-dovey sort of a guy. I come here for greed, man. I want a new Lambo. Um, if I could get a BMW Z8 tomorrow, um, there was a black one listed on here a while back. Um, dude, I lust and I lust and I lust and I lust. So it's not like I'm this, you know, pure of character sort of a dude. <laughs> Well, I think I think we can all relate to that. I, I'm doing that on BAT every day too. We were talking a couple podcasts ago with Howard, uh, and he's like, "Randy, I'm always blown away that you're you're still like trolling all the details on all these cars and trucks on BAT, off BAT, like all over the place, right? Like that's it's kind of what I do. I don't know. It's not going to change just because we got a bunch of cars on our own site, right? Like so. That's uh, well, no, I I definitely do that well, too. Well, and Randy, I'm I'm looking at tanks, man. I mean, I, I don't I don't look at tanks, man, but but I'm looking at tanks. <laughs> and so I don't even know what that is, right? <laughs> so this is what this trailer has done to my head, dude. Oh uh, well, I'm right there with you. You know, I mean we tend to list some weird stuff, so we will stretch you. We will stretch you, right? You're not just gonna be looking at the hemi cuda you used to want, right? You're gonna end up way out on the fringe way out on the fringe looking at super weirdo stuff. So anyway, I think that's fun. And obviously that makes it interesting and, and it, it, uh, it captures the imagination a little bit, maybe for better or for worse, but man, it's a, it's a lot of fun. So, uh, I love that. Hey, I'd love to ask you a little bit. Uh, you, you touched on like, how do you come up with the topics like creative process? Honestly, 
Are you one of those guys that has like the next seven of them planned? Or are you one of those guys that sits down and it's like, you know, some lightning strike and it's like, boom, it's a, it's a, you pound it out and it's, and it's on the page. Are you a super calculated sort of writer or is this, you know, the inspiration is only a few words ahead of the pencil? Well, I always kind of know what I want to write, but the big deal for me is, (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of one of those things, you know, I, I, the bad part about being a writer, Andy, is you actually have to write. <laughs> and that's kind of the bad part about it. You know what I mean? I can, I can kind of feel it up in my head and I kind of know where I want to go with this and that and the other thing. But then it's kind of like, OK, well, I got I to gotta write this thing. Um, and honest to, to goodness, man, I, I they kind of come out of the blue a lot of times. This week's really did. I had a chance encounter um, with someone just recently, and you can read the mile marker to kind of find out about it. But when that happened, it just sort of clicked this memory of forever ago. And um, I don't know, man, it, it just, and again, it was car related and cause my whole freaking life has been car related. Right. So, um, and I don't know, you know, when, when we signed on, <laughs> when we signed on forever ago, I think I've been doing this coming up on two years. Um, you know, and I wrote the first one and I got just really, really a terrific response <laughs> from that. The first thing that hit me right between the eyes was I got to do another one of these. <laughs> And it was like, oh, no, I, oh, no, I got to do another one of these. And um, I guess that's kind of the feeling I get every week. You know what I mean? And um, it's kind of uh, so I guess, yeah, I've, I've kind of got an idea week to week of what I want to do, but kind of getting the words down on paper is sort of the deal. Um, so it's harder than it looks. That's what I tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I for sure understand that drum beat. I've, I always called it the drum beat, right? Like it's like you got to keep this cadence up, and then all of a sudden, uh oh, some people like it. So now there's an expectation, and I'm you know wearing that on my own shoulders. Don't want to let them down, right? If there's not a BAT email tomorrow, they're all going to come after me. So I better you know find a car to write about, right? That was the sort of early days, and I it uh, it uh, parallels what you're talking about quite a bit. It just creates an interesting dynamic. There's a little bit of pressure, but at the same time, you kind of thrive off it a little bit because it's it's uh, stimulating and interesting to hear the readers and the stories. Well, and it's one of those things, too, that the stories a lot of times just sort of present themselves. You know, a couple of mile markers back, I wrote about my buddy up the street who, who uh, sold his vet. Um, you know, I didn't even know that that was kind of going to happen. And then it happened. And what do you know? I had a story, right? Um and that's just kind of one of those deals. I I can't believe, honestly, Randy, I've made it to 86. And when you talk about 100, it's just like that is so far in the, ahead of me, man. I, I don't know. So I, I had to chuckle a bit when you said, are you the kind of writer who has like, you know, however many of these in the box? It's like, no, no. What's the old saying? <laughs> I've never had a plan in my life. And that's, that's Sludgeo, man. I've never had a plan in my life. So... I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I was, I'm going to scratch one of these questions I had for you off the list. You know, do you think you'll ever run out of stories? I don't, I don't think you ever do just because, you know, that grocery store encounter happens, you know, day after tomorrow, right? And it kind of triggers how your week goes that way. Or 
who knows what, some news event happened and it scratches some uh, memory that you haven't thought of in a long time and how that, you know, comes about or something you see in a newspaper or on TV or driving, you know, driving down the road or, or the gas station again encounter. So uh, the stories, um, you know, just sort of unfold and, and the way that you think about that and, and capture them, frankly, is inspiring to me. It makes me want to think about what the heck did I do the last two weeks that would even be worth, you know, writing down or what happened or what, what human interaction did I have that, uh, that is interesting in that way, right? And uh, it's fun to read your stories for me because it actually kind of makes me, yeah, look at my own life a little bit and be like, you know, what, what, uh, what, are, what are those encounters and those small things that you can kind of expand upon and either learn from or just share with others and get a chuckle out of, you know, it, it runs the gamut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that day up at Clark's garage, you know, when I watched him load up the vet and saw that look in Clark's eyes and, um, you know, I, that's, a, that's a feeling, man. And, um, I was, I was honored to be there with that whole situation and got his permission to write about it. He is more private than I am. Um, so I appreciated that. Uh, you know, that's why there was no pics of him alongside the vehicle or whatever. One of the things that I really try to do, Randy, to be honest, is I, I try to protect anyone who might not want to be written about. Um, that to me is really important. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of the old dragnet thing. The names have been changed to protect the innocent, right? But um, that I think is really super important. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I think every week I'm going to run out of them. Uh, I got to tell you, like to every, you know, every Tuesday, I'm kind of like, you know, I better call Alex and say him it's not say it's not going to happen this week, man. But um, I don't know. Somehow it does. I'm always under the weather. I'm not going to brag about getting these in. But, you know, I'm a deadline chaser, Randy. <laughs> so but uh, yeah, that's kind of the deal there. Um I, I'm happy about that, man. I, I'm glad that somehow I noticed this stuff. And, uh, and you know, my first, the, <laughs> the comp teacher who drove around in the Cutlass was the first one who said, you know, just always make, you know, it's the small stuff that people want to hear about. They don't want to hear you climbing Everest. They want to hear you buying celery and running into an old friend. Um, you know, and because really, seriously, man, you know, how many people can relate to climbing Everest, right? Um, well, you know, we've all ran into an old friend. So that's what I think. I, I guess the only other challenge that I always think about is keeping them kind of temporal. You know, I, I sort of like to make sure that I'm writing something about Christmas at Christmas or like something about, you know, the summer 4th of July. I think last year I did the Aquabot story on the 4th of July, which I love that story. That's the other thing, Randy, you know, as I'm sitting here griping about this and saying, oh my gosh, what a job this is. To be totally honest with you, man, it's taken me back to some times in my life that I'm not really sure I'd have revisited had I not kind of started to do this. And that Aquabat story that I did last summer, honest to gosh, was one of the most fun stories that I've written in a long, 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 long time and took me back to just fabulous, fabulous memories. So I, I, I don't want to say this is all, you know, salt mine stuff. Um, it's not. And the reward, certainly, like I said, when I tune in on Sunday morning to the responses, I mean, wow, I can't tell you how that feels as I sit in my living room and kind of scroll through that stuff. So, no, this is very rewarding. I, I wanted to really emphasize that. I love that. No, I love hearing that balance. Yeah, it's certainly not all salt mine at all. There's some 
there's some mountain peaks mixed in there as well, right? So it's it's super cool to hear you uh, articulate that and to yeah just sort of think of that. But but I think I sit on the sidelines and think about your process, right? These these things hit the website sort of instantaneously, right? Friday sneaks up on me and your story hits and I I read it and I was like, man, yeah, just thinking about how you put that together and how your mind is working. I always love to uh, kind of explore that and think about that. So thanks for thanks for sharing with us on that component. Um, yeah, one maybe one last thing before we wrap up, like the um, there's all types of folks on BAT. I've always thought it's really interesting, right? Like there's yeah, you know, there's rich folks with a hundred cars, right? And there's people that don't have any cars, but they're just really rabid fans, and they've read every single magazine about everything. Um, and I just I just think it's super cool that we have such a variety of enthusiasts that sort of rally around this one point uh, of cars and their experience with them. Um, and so, I, yeah, I just wanted to mention to you that I think it's it's super cool the component that you have brought in there of storytelling and, and the human factor and connection and some nostalgia, but also some very much present day sort of feel. Um, and yeah, you mix in your sort of music ties and your family ties and geographic stuff, talking about UND and different sorts of places I've never been in my life. Um, having that be part of the, the big uh, mixture that is the BAT community is, is just super exciting and encouraging. So I wanted to wanted to tell you that that you're a valued member of what we do here. Um, and I, I'm sure this people hearing this, that most people who read your stories have never heard your voice, right? Or, or how you uh, uh, talk or, or uh, navigate a, a discussion like this. I'm sure they're going to have, yeah, comments and questions and different things that come out. So, so maybe we can circle back at some point and have another chit chat uh, when we think of some other uh, topics like this. But uh but super fun to get to talk with you, spend 45 minutes. Uh, I feel like we could spend another three times that just talking about stories and things going on in our lives. Uh, but just want to express that on behalf of the entire BAT community, we really appreciate what you do. Well, thank you again, Randy. I can't, I can't express to you what this opportunity has meant to me. And in all seriousness, it is a lifelong dream to be doing what I'm doing uh, for BAT. And um yeah, yeah. If you guys wouldn't have reached out, it wouldn't have happened. So I send you guys props. You made my day. Cool. Thanks. Ours too. Uh, you want to? Uh, we can give a, a little plug for any other things you got going. I know you got sludjo.com. You got a couple. Um, you had books go in there for a little while, and you had some merchandise. You still you still operating that, or are you just sending uh, sending me a thing here or there? Yeah, it's still up. Um, we had a bottleneck that really frustrated me with the sledgeo.com stuff, and I've communicated with a couple of people. Honestly, the merchandising thing, Randy, has been more of a pain than anything. Um, yeah. But that said, I understand that it's I understand that it's the 21st century, and that's part of what we got to do. Um, but, uh, no, that too, honestly, has been pretty crazy. I can't, I walked, uh, I was, uh, down in Arizona a week or three, you know, this is actually, I said almost said a week or three, a year or three ago. Well, it couldn't have been a three years ago, but I saw some guy walking around with a sledgeo shirt and that awesome was also a very strange sort of an experience. So we're probably going to try and keep doing the uh, the website. We thought about doing some expansion to it. Um, 
maybe putting like uh, some sort of uh, connecting point for people who did want to just have more of a forum chat about off-topic projects. But I have to be honest with you, my tech guy says that that is a nightmare and a half. And um, so I'm kind of disinclined to do that. Uh, in the meantime, I, I actually am kind of trying to finish off the great American novel. I'm trying to write about my experiences in the therapy field, which um, I've got a few stories to tell about that too. So, but I don't see that coming out for probably another year. I'm really slammed with my day job. This COVID stuff has kept us so busy. Um, there's a lot of people out there who are really struggling and needing someone to talk to. So I've been putting in kind of the midnight oil there, but no, I appreciate you bringing that up, Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. The sledgeo.com site is still up. We're still servicing people and do appreciate everyone who goes there and, uh, gives me some support in this. Thank you so much. Cool. Yeah. Well, I encourage everybody to, to support you. We do our best to support you and, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just encouraged that, that you're part of this and, and, um, anyway, we've got a, we've got many bright weeks ahead of us of looking at the, the additional things you're writing and, and contributing to the site. So we will obviously stay tuned and foster that discussion. So Sludjo, until next time, uh, stay uh, warm up there in the great North and, uh, can't wait to see you again soon. Okay. Yeah, looking forward to it, Randy. Thank you so much for the chat today, man. You stay warm. Bye-bye. You, you bet. Thanks.